Hi everyone, it's Sharon here. I just wanted to hop on before the episode to say a few words. This episode was actually recorded before the events in the UK following the tragic loss of Sarah Everard. Georgie and I, like most women around the world, have been really affected by the past week and we'll be lending our voices to the global conversation in next week's episode. Welcome to Loose Lips with Georgie Porter and me, Sharon Carpenter. Find out what made Georgie say this. All these days and years of your life, you need to enjoy. And I feel like you need to not stress about it. And what made Sharon say this my thing that i've i've been dealing with lately i realize i'm addicted to social media hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back! Hello, how Hi, everyone. are you? Hi, Hi, Georgie. I would like to have a little bit of a, a moan. And it, I mean, it's not really often I moan. It's not. You never complain. It's it's I time to vent. Yeah, I'm about to go on one. So, obviously, the UK are uh, Brexit, okay? And we don't like talking yeah. about it, but whatever. So, my online yeah. shopping has been affected. Oh, tell us about oh. it. what's been going on. Basically, it would have been cheaper for me to fly to LA, buy the stuff and fly back with the goods. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, no, I'm I'm foolish for carrying on paying for it because I shouldn't have done. People were like, why did you even pay it? But I was just, yeah. it's the principle. Okay, so I got three tops from this place. Really nice place. It's been on my Instagram. Obviously, listen to my conversations, knowing that I like this okay. type of clothes. In America? In America. It- in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing it's like a boutique place. You know, I've not heard of it before. I quite like it. Yeah. Okay. I might say it. I might not, depending on how irate I get. <laughs> so so I, I ordered these three items. They're quite expensive anyway. So it gets to like $300 so I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then I pay for the shipping fee, which is an extra hundred. So I'm up okay. to like 400 pound here. And I'm like, are these items even worth this amount of money? Yeah. Then I had an option of FedEx bringing it over extremely fast. For another hundred, probably. It, in total, it was 600 pounds. You basically paid double. I basically paid. For 300 pounds just for... <sighs> The items to be shipped so was that a brexit thing like if it was that was a brexit situation because of the out of europe the, so the way trade 
Okay. okay. Is what I understand. It says you're out of Europe, yeah. so therefore you're getting a package brought in from outside of Europe. Therefore, you have to pay. Unless it's FedEx really, like, you know, taking the mick out of me. But I literally was like, these better be the best outfits I've ever seen. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I was silly. I, I mean, it sounds like they should have been heavy like were they made of gold or something <laughs> it oh. cost that much to ship them over or are they just light little tops it's that you can just light. fold put in yeah. tissue paper and send out I mean okay. I, I don't even know where they are right now because I've worn them and I've put them on a pile and I'm like these should be I should be hanging these up like and just wearing them every I think I'm gonna wear them every day yeah. of the rest of my life to make the most out of that cash you spend. I'm going to make the most, exactly. So I yeah. think we should all really be careful about where we get our online shopping from because shops are not open right now. Tell me how you feel about shops not being open. Are you in the same situation? Not really. I just, a lot of shops have opened up in America, oh, but I yes. still order from online because I'm lazy and I don't really, I don't really go out of Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn, but close to Manhattan, but I barely leave Brooklyn these days. So if someone wants to meet me for dinner, they're coming to Brooklyn to meet me. <laughs> I will go to Manhattan if it's for work, but if it's work and I know this sounds really lazy, they'll send a car to come get me and a car to send me back home. I cool. just can't be bothered to schlep into the city um, and, and go to the stores as well. Like it's just much more fun for me to just get online and do it all online but the, the shops are open though so wow. um, but I know that in terms of like the expense and delays it was my mum's birthday in January and my stepdad like got some really special presents including some very expensive jewelry for her mm. which I don't even know if it's even made it yet because <gasps> of Brexit oh. they live in France and they, he ordered it from the UK and so yeah. normally it would have gotten there in a couple of days but this is like weeks later and I don't believe like the second present has arrived the first one took about six weeks to get there so um so yeah I know a lot of people are uh, are not happy about that I obviously yeah. don't really have to deal with the Brexit thing and I order a lot on Amazon as well I have to yeah. say you know so not to promote them necessarily yeah. it comes I'm <laughs> spoiled now you know I'm spoiled I see something I want uh, not necessarily clothes but all kinds of household items I see something I want and I expect it the next day Maybe yeah. the same day. <laughs> like, I don't have a lot of patience. Like, we have very short attention spans for things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we are a, a little spoiled. Yeah. My thing that I've I've been dealing with lately, I realize I'm addicted to social media. Like, I'm truly addicted to social media and especially Instagram. So I'm trying to work. I'm trying to write. So whatever it is I'm doing, sending out emails and every 10 or 15 minutes, I have to check my social media. I got to check my Instagram, see what's going on, see what comments what are you made missing? and check what's my gonna, DM. Nothing. What's Absolutely be nothing. Time. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But I still don't learn from it and I still continue to do it. So I need to find a way. And we've all talked about this, right? Like um, digital detox and stepping yeah. away from our phones and stepping away from social media. I need to act do that I'm not going to be too adventurous and say a week I'm going to try to do it for two days At a time. and maybe not text two days no just two days out of my life <laughs> I mean it is it is tricky Sharon I yeah I'm I could be quite good at this I can oh do you do that a lot yeah I can but okay because I, I hold my phone so much to the point where, like, I've got an injury on my little finger. There's a dent there. I literally oh have, I have, like, problems with it to the point of, like, physical health. Like, you know, when you're lying down in your oh, bed. No. And you're like, oh, no. 
like falls on your head and you're like, no. Like, so you smash yourself in the head with your own phone. I literally That's have not to. not fun. You no, know, I have to put it down at times because I can cause physical harm to myself. <laughs> you're with dangerous with a phone. <laughs> I'm very clumsy. Do you ever have that feeling where you just want to throw it off a, like off a high? You know, you get that urge to just throw your phone off and you're like, no, don't do it. Oh, just, just do it. Like you just want to smash it down because you're so annoyed about something. Yes, it's like it's not working properly. You can't get online. Like, yeah, you're in a a time crunch. Yeah, all these stresses we don't really need to have. We can just go, let's just put that down. I'm going to go do something else to distract me. And then I'm going to come back later and there's going to be an hour passed because I'm going to do something that takes me up like for an hour of not looking at my phone. Yes. Yes. Hour yes, by yes. hour. We need it. Yeah. I don't think you could do day, One day by day. One step at a time. Hour baby by steps. Hour. Baby steps. Hour yes. by hour. I think that's a good plan. I actually sleep next to my phone as well. I kind of forget. Yeah. It ends up in the bed next to me like it's my significant other or something. <laughs> it's right <laughs> yeah. there. It's the first thing I look at in the morning. I know we're all guilty of this, but I do want to do that for two days. I'll let you know how it goes. But for two days, I'm not going to get on social media. I will have my phone because I still need to text and you work need to, stuff, of course. Of course. Yeah, it comes through email. Phone? But... This is what we need to really discuss. Yes. I we am. need we have to a very split up with your phone for a little bit. <laughs> we do we do we need we need some distance it's just we need a, a break it's not it's not you it's me it's exactly. not you we'll phone, come back. it's we'll come me back together my phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will i just need i need a timeout. but um but yeah i think it, it's good for all of us so anyway um should we uh move yes, on to our first let's. listener letter i'll go in listener letter number one they emailed in from Haley. Okay. I like that name. Do you know, actually, I feel like I know a Haley and she's Scottish, so I feel like I'm just going to do it Scottish for her. <laughs> oh, do well, I want to see the Scottish accent. Okay. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> You're Haley. on the spot now, Georgie. I have ruined Take my life. Now. I'll never get a job again. Okay. Okay. I have been resisting this for so long, but I think it's time I got a lockdown pet. I am wow. not sure if I want a dog or a cat, but I want some reassurance that I'm ready for this. <laughs> How do you know you're ready for a pet and what should I be pepped for? Oh, probably <laughs> well, first of all, again. round of applause. <laughs> you know what? There were moments that sounded Scottish. There were moments <gasps> that sounded Indian. There were moments that sounded Russian. <laughs> I was just and doing a there tour. There was a mix of cultures and accents going on you you did a you took us on a full-on tour of the world Georgie. i will that. never do that again okay thanks like but you get that you get that like throaty and like the rolling that throaty sort of yeah. sound and the rolling of the tongue like you've got that down i can't do that i love the scottish accent by the way i absolutely love it I i'm love just it. Yeah. really bad at it um so pets yeah well i remember one of our first shows georgie we well yeah. one of my first shows with you Mm. We talked about how a lot of people during quarantine, they all got pets because they were afraid they were going to be lonely. And then they realized that they don't really have the time to look after pets or the patients. And so many pets are now left without homes. They've been taken back to shelters. It was quite sad. Breeders. It's really sad to hear about that. So I really appreciate Haley just asking and even, you know, thinking about that. 
deeply yeah. enough like should I am I even ready to be able to get a pet so we applaud you for even asking that question um yeah. I think first and foremost you want to think about the time that you do have right and not just quarantine time we're talking time when you get back to work it's are you going to be traveling a lot yeah mm. and how many hours are you going to be away from home if you are going to be traveling if you are going to be at work a lot you may want to think about getting another pet as you say Sharon just on that note as we're coming out of lockdown, I feel like a lot of people are going to be a bit excited to just go and do a lot of things. Yes. Go to fly to other countries and go out quite often. So I feel totally. like you're right that the minute we're in, I feel like we're all going to start to want to venture out so much that there just won't be time to train your puppy, look after your cat, like there's those kind of things. And especially over here, they're saying that we should have herd immunity by the summertime. So prime time, Ooh. right? Summer, everyone's going to want to be outside. So you have to make sure that you you really love animals, that you're really going to spend that time and dedicate that time. You've got the patience as well, because you don't want to be one of those people that we've seen on camera, you know, some of those people mistreating their animals because no, they lose their sad. temper. You yeah. know, we don't like that. And you can be cancelled for, for life over something like that if if that kind of video gets out yeah yeah also what I've just literally witnessed today is my dog obviously we've been in lockdown so we've been around my dog a lot and yeah. my mum like left the building and lady my dog lost her mind to the point where she started oh, sobbing no. she got sad and I was I couldn't control I couldn't console her I was like lady she's oh. gonna come back like stop crying and she was like that's ah, so then like now ladies like sort of got, got a bit of anxiety about people leaving and <sighs> if, if everybody's being left, abandoned yeah. yeah and now if everybody's left the room you don't know that your dog's sort of doing that and so it kind yeah. of left me a bit a bit like worried for a when a bit stressed out yeah for when, when you do have to yeah, yeah when people aren't around yeah that's true our pets have gotten used to us being around all the time and my mm. cats as well um so so I get you I, I think as well when you're choosing a pet you really want to know as much as you can if it's a rescue it's a bit more difficult but you want to know um what kind of personality that pet has True. you know yeah. that breed do they have a particular type of personality they're sort of renowned for um yeah. and even then I mean I remember when I got my cat my first cat who's Chewy they're both Bengals but I got him first and I had visions of you know uh going hiking in the mountains with my cat with your leash cat and traveling because yeah, Bengals you can actually take them out on a on a lead on the leash okay. like like um you in a little sports bra in a little sports yeah bra exactly lead. <laughs> the little like sports jacket harness. exactly it's so cute I do I take them out on a harness sometimes. But the thing is, they absolutely hate being in the car. So to even oh, get them anywhere that, is yeah. almost impossible. And if somebody walks by, they freak out and they get scared. Yeah. And now they're trying to back out the harness. So the fantasy was a lot more exciting than the actual reality. Yeah. So you have to be a flexible person as well and realize that every pet has their own personality, their likes and dislikes. And if you're okay with that and you can, you know, you're you're malleable as a, a pet owner, um, then I think you could be ready. If you took on everything we just said. <laughs> so Sharon, news number one. Ooh. Yes, yeah. so news number one. Okay. So this is a, an interesting story. So Pride in London 
has Love rejected it. a ban on the Met Police taking part in the parade, which I believe is happening in September. So board members had been considering stopping the Met's participation in Pride in London. And this is in response for calls for them to do so at the peak of 2020's Black Lives Matter protest, uh, protests really that happened last summer. Now, Pride in London received hundreds of letters in response to a Twitter campaign highlighting examples of perceived institutional racism within the Met and there's a lot of it going on, and demanding his LGBTQ network group be excluded from the parade. I'm actually confused right now, as in... Yeah. So Pride wants the police to not be involved. I'm confused. Yeah, so basically some of the board members, because there have been so many complaints about the Metropolitan Police and so much attention on the fact that there is racism, institutional racism within the department. So board members and community members as well, they've received a a bunch of letters uh, from people saying you should not have the Metropolitan Police and their network of of, uh, LGBTQ people um, as part of the parade however they've actually decided that's not what they're gonna do they are not gonna ban the met police from being in the parade this particular year and now uh the the metropolitan police commissioner um and wrote to the board urging her force to be allowed to participate and pride in london has now rejected the ban rather than rejecting the met police now um so the police will be there the police will be there, in other words. That's the short way okay. of saying it. They're not going to be banned this year. Uh, they have the opportunity to actually participate. But um, I will participate say Participate meaning that- they can dance and sing. Yeah, and walk in the parade. And- oh, okay. Yeah, I- I'm not sure if we can see them dancing and singing. P- potentially. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> You I feel like know. this is where they've had I think they they had a they must have been having um uh, a thing they they must be having one like as the police and they're doing it like I thought that that's what they were going to be doing. You know what? Maybe I actually don't know enough about the parade to know whether they'll be singing or dancing. My instinct okay. tells me they probably won't. Um, okay. <laughs> they'll instinct. probably be walking and and having a good time. That's what I'm thinking. But okay. um, you know, we we do know. That, this is something that has drawn attention and, and I think held the Met Police accountable. So I, I like the fact that that even happened, that people were calling for a ban because th- these mm-hmm. are the ways we can hold them accountable for this institutional racism. And Cressida yeah, has cool. said that, yeah. she, uh, that they are making their best efforts to hire more black police officers and also uh, make sure that they train officers so that they get to know the community that they're policing because yes, there have been so important. many incidents Exactly. And of course, one of the most uh, infamous ones is um, Stephen Lawrence, who was murdered. It was a hate crime. And after an investigation was done into the way the police handled uh, that particular case, uh, they saw that there were numerous failures across the board from beginning to end when it came to the way the Metropolitan Police handled handled that particular case. And that is just one example. So uh, they do need to be held accountable. They do need to fix up. Um, yeah. and uh, and sort out this issue. But it sounds, uh, according to Cressida Dick, that, uh, that they are uh, serious about this and they're making those efforts. And the other thing is, the parade is really, the, the Pride in London parade is really supposed to be inclusive. So if yeah. you reject the LGBTQ 
uh, community in the Metropolitan Police yeah. Department. These are then people then who have dealt with their own discrimination. Exactly. Yeah. Then it's pointless them not be like they need to be involved in it, surely, because it's part yeah. of their community. And also, every community has jobs and ways of life, and it's important yeah. for people who are going through the process of coming out, seeing that they can be a police woman or man or they, they so when you see them and they're showing that they love their job and they're doing their own thing it gives hope to other people going oh i can do this i can be that when i'm older yeah yeah very good point georgie here's an interesting thing as well so back in 2018 uh stonewall which is one of the biggest uh, lgbtq charities out there they actually pulled out of pride of london themselves for not being diverse enough so they've had their own issues with yeah. a, a lack of diversity. So I found that quite interesting. Yeah, that is and interesting. Things and, and all of these moves and, and when people take a stand in this kind of a way, it helps push us forward as a society, uh, forward to a place where we can hopefully do away with racism and we get to a place oh, of equality. Yeah. That's where, that's where Absolutely. we want to be. That's where we need to be. That is it. Yeah. That is exactly it. That's the dream. That's what we want. And it's. I feel that's like it's dream. happening. It's happening. It's getting there, yeah. hopefully. hopefully. I hope so. I hope so. We're so, certainly seeing some big steps forward uh, since the, the BLM movement. So, mm. um, yeah. so, yeah, fingers crossed. It continues. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so we're back. Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> hi. News number two. <laughs> I never read these books as a kid, so I don't actually know what they entail. But this is interesting. Okay, okay. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss books have rocketed up US charts after some were pulled over racist portrayals. Since six of the books were withdrawn because of the racist portrayals of people of color, the titles have been copped up spots on. So people have found out that these are racist and they've pulled them. Dr. Seuss books have pulled them from the market. But now people are trying to buy them on Amazon. Is that what I'm understanding? 
Yeah, so basically Dr. Seuss Enterprises, right, yeah. which owns all the rights to the Dr. Seuss books um, yeah. and the Empire. So they've decided to cancel six particular books that feature racist caricatures when it comes to uh, black and brown people, people of color. Um, now, these happen to be books that no one was reading anyway, to be honest. Um, right. the sort of lesser known titles. I'll see if I can... Have um, they been out for years? Like when we were kids, would we oh, have yeah. come across them? Yeah. Uh, well, they weren't popular. So some kids would have come across them. But the bigger books were books like I actually used to read Yertle the Turtle. I had Yertle the Turtle and I absolutely loved Yertle the Turtle. The Cat in the Hat has been a big one over here in Cat the, in the US. Hat I don't know if I ever, be, that you've yeah, heard of that one. That we, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these ones, I, yeah. okay, so have you ever heard of this? Uh, And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which is actually his first book, I believe. So that's Mm -hmm. one of them. I Ran the Zoo. We've never heard of that one. Uh, McElligot's Pool on Beyond Zebra. uh, Scramble Egg Super and The Cat's Quizzer. So those are um, the the books that are being cancelled. Yeah, they're basically not going to produce them anymore. And... They're going to still keep producing the ones that are, you know, more famous and don't have those sort of racist caricatures in them. Mm. Uh, But it's really interesting. So a lot of people are uh, very upset, you know, as we're sort of going through and making these moves to try to end racism and moves towards equality. Certain decisions that are being made are really divisive, right? And really polarizing. So you've got a lot of people who are saying, this is cancel culture. Like, this isn't isn't cool. There go the liberals again. Um, It's not cancel culture because it was Dr. Seuss Enterprises who decided to do this themselves. So they're the ones who can make, they've decided to do it. Exactly. And they have had some conversations with experts, uh, but the ultimate result was they decided to take these ones off the shelves and not produce anymore. But, you know, you I think it's sort of normal that you're seeing them now rocketing up the charts because people know that they might be worth a lot of money at a certain point because they're now rare. Right. I suppose so that they're trying to get a hold of their own copy. That baffles my head, because why would Does it? if if they're being cancelled? To sell them, I don't... For me, personally, I wouldn't think they'd be expensive, surely, in future times to come because we're trying to get rid yeah. of them because we're, we're trying to get rid of racism. Um, yeah, no. yeah. But if you think about it, a book that... A book from the past, especially from such a, a famous author as Dr. Mm. Seuss, that ended up, you know, being discontinued, but you actually have a copy of it... That could potentially be worth a, a certain amount of money at a certain point in time, even if the book sends the wrong message. See, I don't necessarily have a problem with an adult having this book, unless you are a racist. Mm. I have a problem with you just in general because you, you're a racist. Yeah. But yeah. if you just have a book because you think it's going to be worth a certain amount of money at a certain point, then that's on you. You're an adult. You can make that decision. The problem yeah. is when these books fall into the hands of kids, because when you think about it, it books like Dr. Seuss books, toys, the cartoons that that kids watch, these all play a major, major role in shaping a child's view of the world, shaping a child's view of other races, including their own race, right? So it shouldn't be in the hands of kids. Yeah, it even gives a language for a racist um, sort of way of looking, which shouldn't be given to children at that age because they're so impressionable at that age and they take on things and they think well it's in my book so I can say that and that I feel like 
I'm glad they are taking the books totally. away. I feel like it's a good thing. And actually, I feel like maybe they're embarrassed about it and they've actually seen it because if they're cancelling it, they're seeing it themselves now and going, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. we're stopping this. Yeah, I actually think it was a really smart business decision because Dr. Seuss was coming under fire a lot <gasps> for oh. these mm. racial caricatures that he's had in some books. And so he was sort of coming under fire in general. So I think with the company saying, let's get rid of the most problematic books, now you can focus and just, you know, think good thoughts about the good ones. We can continue yeah. to celebrate the good books um, that don't have those sorts of problematic characters in them. Um, so I, I think this was very much a business decision as well. I think it was the right decision, but I think, you know, they're, they're thinking of their bottom line as well. Cause if Dr. Seuss gets canceled across the board, that's going to be much worse for them than just having yeah. to pull a few books. When you, when you think about it, like children, they, as, as children, as young as three can have racial biases because of what they see in oh, books what they, and cartoons yeah brought up around yeah, yeah it can start at a really young age it's really interesting because there's this guy who wrote an article about this in the new york times and he also talked about pepe Le Pew. remember the skunk that we oh, chased the, after yeah, the, 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 the french cat. skunk yeah yeah the french skunk yeah we loved pepe Le Pew, right we didn't think yeah. of it as a, an issue at that point in time uh -huh. but so anyway this guy said in his article that pepe Le Pew perpetuates rape culture i'm thinking to myself what is he right. talking about he's totally exaggerating but then i looked at the video he posted a video clips of the cartoon where pepe Le Pew he grabs the cat oh, yeah. he's kissing her unwillingly against her will she's trying to get out she's struggling to get out of the situation yeah. she finally escapes and then he runs to the door slams the door closed locks it and then grabs her again and starts to kiss her again and when you see that you realize oh wow now i know what this this writer wow. i know what this journalist was talking about that does yeah. perpetuate rape culture maybe not you know maybe it doesn't affect every child in, in that way but there are certain children who it's are going to see opener. that and they're going to think it's okay to treat women that way as they get older. Yeah, literally when you mentioned the words Pepe Le Pew, I thought of him as the most handsomest hunk who gets the women. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like that was what I would always think as a kid. So I was literally was like, oh, the skunk, he's like, whoa. And then you've literally explained it. I've gone, ew, what a creep. Like that skunk yeah. is a creep. He was a creep. He was, a, yeah. he was certainly a creep. And he smelled really bad as well. He stank. <laughs> Why would we want to go near him? <laughs> Exactly, that poor pussy cat. But but we used to enjoy it watching it as kids, but it can certainly ingrain in you the wrong values and the wrong yeah. outlook on, on how to treat women or as a woman or a young girl who becomes a woman on how you should be, what you should accept, accept uh, when it comes yeah. to how you're treated. So but people are up in arms and I posted something about it and somebody even said uh, on Instagram, Sharon, I've lost complete respect for you. It's just a cartoon. It's not just um, a cartoon. No, like it, this is what kids are raised on. Yeah, of course. But but people are really up in arms about a lot of these changes that are being made. They 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 ain't ready, but it's happening, guys. So get with it. Anyway, let's move on because our next one is a it's another listener letter. Right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So this one's from Joanna. Uh, she's saying, I love your podcast and I love to listen twice a week. I'm starting to plan going to university this year. Fingers crossed it's back to normal. 
do you have any advice about this brand new chapter for me? Ooh, this oh, is an exciting chapter. Joanna, I would just like to say I am so jealous. I would love <laughs> to live the uni life to have the would halls you? of residence, to have the people around constantly. <laughs> I, I feel I've never done uni. You Have you done Okay, uni? you didn't go. I yeah, did, I've yeah. So, over here in America, I, I yeah. yeah, that's when I left England. I came to America and I went to university. So you did America uni? I did America uni and oh. I sort of have a choice. You can either do like the big full-on university experience where you've got a massive campus and there's a really big school yeah. and everything that you do is related to the school. Like we call it films. school, by the way. I'm not talking about like kiddie school I'm talking about okay, yeah we uni. we call it school so that's what I mean when you hear me saying that but uni yeah um or you can do what I did which was I went for more of the city experience so I went to a smaller university it was right there in Manhattan and for me the benefits of that although I missed out on that big uh, university experience what I did get to do was I got a head start on my career because I knew I wanted to be in entertainment and pop culture initially I thought music um but New York was the center of music at the end of the day. Uh -huh. So I managed to get out there after I got my schoolwork done. I would get out there. I would go to events. I would mix and mingle and network with people. I got internships at a, a record company. I started hosting a public access show. So all of that stuff was available to me because I was right there in New York City and I got that city experience. So yeah. I appreciated that. But but I did miss out on, you know, the, the fun uh, college. Uh, college and university are the same thing. Um, in America, by the way, just so you know. Did you have to, did you join like a, the girls and the boys thing? What's that that they do? Oh, the fraternity and the sorority. I didn't. Yeah. So we didn't have that at my college. Oh. It was another thing I missed out on. But I don't know if I'm that, I don't know if I'm that kind of person anyway. Uh, a lot of people have, a lot of people have done well by being members of those fraternities and sororities uh, yeah. and they're still, Sharon, they still take it very you, seriously. Getting to know you weekly, I would say. You neck in a keg with your, like yeah. someone holding Sharon's feet, like keg, keg, keg. No, and, and I don't see myself going through the hazing experience because they go through hazing, right? Where they, oh, they're not allowed that... to sleep. Yeah, like they're followed no, around by sorority sleep. or oh, fraternity no. members and they don't let them sleep for like, 48 hours and they can't get their schoolwork done they end up dropping out <gasps> of school sometimes like no. worse stuff than that can happen and I'm not trying to give them a bad name because I know sometimes it's not that bad but it's pretty rough the <laughs> hazing that they go through to be accepted into the fraternity or the sorority oh. um but yeah. then they've got friends for life and a lot of the time as well they help each other in business yeah so they'll help sort of lift each other up and give each other opportunities and, and so it can be beneficial in that sense and it, it can be fun the parties and stuff can be fun um you know the biggest difference I would say between American university and UK university and this is something uh that Joanna should bear in mind as well when you choose a major um your your subject that you're going to study in the UK you get four years of that subject right when you choose a major in the US you get two years of that subject and two oh. years of general education so yeah. 
That means if you want to switch up your career sort of halfway through, your degree still means something in America because you've got that general education. And so they keep that into account versus in the UK. It's a little harder, I think. Maybe it's changed now, but I think it's a little harder because you're so sort of invested in that particular major. So you don't necessarily have sort of the broader um university style education yeah I feel like when I've seen certain unis out on a night out all dressed as golfers doing the pub crawls they probably need four years to do that one thing because to be quite honest probably days go missing and probably you know you've forgotten (laughs) what you learned that day because also I there is the culture of you know the funness but also after I feel like you go and you pick what you want to do and sometimes you might not end up doing that one thing that you've chosen or you might end up skipping in something else. So I feel like all these days and years of your life, you need to enjoy. And I feel like you need to not stress about it. You need to get your friends if, you know, and just live your life and happiness yeah as much as possible yeah you gotta find that balance I yeah I totally I totally agree Georgie and I would say like in terms of choosing whatever your major is going to be I would give it careful thought um Mm. if you're not exactly sure that that's that particular career path that you want to take um just because it is such intense you know you get to that four years you learn a lot more than we do in the two years that's focused on that topic so you you know you're more special specialized in the you have more of a specialization in it than we do at that point in time but um but yeah so but finding a balance yeah because university certainly fun times to be had but I think it's also that first time for a lot of people where now you are responsible for you (gasps) right you're not living at home anymore you're growing up and you have to make those decisions am I going to party till seven o'clock in the morning when I've got a paper that needs to be turned in at nine and I haven't even started it and it's midnight are you going to be full of regret or am I going to do the responsible thing and hopefully you do the responsible thing because you're at university for a reason you're going to make some great friends and have some good times but you also want to walk away with your degree if you're there otherwise you're just you want to make people proud at the end of the day yeah that's always a win yeah yeah but uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited uh, for you. And of course, just choosing the university you want to go to as well. What kind of town do you want to be in? Um, that's all really, really exciting stuff leading up to it. So um, exactly, Joanna, we can wait for you. You need to shape you as a as an adult. Yeah, and that's really oftentimes where you find your best friends, right? College and university, those friends that are with you for life. Yeah, yeah, sick. So you've got that to look forward to. Thank you for listening to Loose Lips. We'll end on that note. Education, always great. With Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgia Porter. Bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy, and we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Yes, we will. So subscribe, rate, and review, guys. We want to hear from you, as many of you as possible. Hit us up at looselips at createproductions.com and social media as well, at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. Come find us. Come find us. And we will see you. We do. We need as many (laughs) friends as possible. (laughs) Um, But we will see you next week on Tuesday. Looking forward to it, guys. Bye. Bye.
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.